1: believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah the Son of God
2: bless the Lord and welcome to for Zion's sake thank you for joining us with the Volks my name is Shelley
3: and my name is June Hi everyone
2: it's good to be with you we're concluding a study of Psalm 138 this week and I'd like to read it to you I will give thee thanks with all my heart. I will sing praises to thee before the gods. I will bow down toward thy holy temple and give thanks to thy name for thy loving kindness and thy truth. For thou hast magnified thy word according to all thy name. On the day I called, thou didst answer me. Thou didst make me bold with strength in my soul. All the kings of the earth will give thanks to thee, O Lord, when they have heard the words of thy mouth. And they will sing of the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is exalted, yet he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou wilt stretch forth thy hand against the wrath of my enemies, and thy right hand will save me. The Lord will accomplish what concerns me. Thy loving kindness, O Lord, is everlasting. Do not forsake the works of thy hands. So it's easy to see that this is a, a, a psalm of thanksgiving for the Lord's favor and the Lord's faithfulness. And we've gone through the first five verses, so we'd like to conclude today by looking at verses 6, 7, and 8. Verse 6 says, For though the Lord is exalted, yet he regards the lowly, but the haughty he knows from afar. You know, Junie, there's another psalm that really depicts this perfectly, and that is Psalm 113 um nine verses there we need to hear these words praise the lord praise o servants of the lord praise the name of the lord blessed be the name of the lord from this time forth and forever from the rising of the sun to its setting the name of the lord is to be praised the lord is high above all nations his glory is above the heavens who is like the lord our god who is enthroned on high who humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in the earth he raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes with the princes of his people he makes the barren woman abide in the house as a joyful mother of children praise the lord so this really is is the heart of david being expressed here and god is exalted But he has room in his heart for all people, no matter what status they are in.
3: And we really see that in the verses 4 through 7 of what you read in Psalm 113. Shelley, where it says, The Lord is high above all nations. His glory is above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God, who is enthroned on high, who humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and in earth? He raises the poor from the dust, and he lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes, with the princes of his people. So if you feel needy, if you feel you're in an ash heap, God is with you. He wants to revive you. And don't we see that, Shelley, in verses uh, 7? Where does it talk about reviving? I, I just read it. Verse 7, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. And so revive to be revived doesn't mean just that we get well again. It means that God's life in us comes to life. He will breathe on his life and revive us and enable us to be delivered from the ash heap. He will make a way for us to find help in him in a time of trouble. So if you feel overwhelmed, remember you can always turn to the Lord. He's there for you. And if you don't know him, if he doesn't live in your heart, you can cry out to him and give him your heart and ask him to come and to be uh, your Lord, your master and to guide you and to deliver you and to revive you because he's there for us. He loves you and he cares.
2: So really, Jenny, verse 6 is an introduction to 7 because if we're lowly, we need a revival. But we need to see again the exaltation, the exalted place that God is in. And yet, even as evidenced by his first coming, he came down to bring salvation. There's a beautiful scripture in in the book of Isaiah, chapter 57, 15, which reads like this, For thus says the high and exalted one who lives forever, whose name is holy, I dwell on a high and a holy place and also with a contrite and lowly of spirit in order to revive the heart of the contrite. That is so powerful and so encouraging that despite God who is in heaven high above the earth, he comes down to fellowship with the lowly. And it says in 1 Peter 5, 5, God is opposed to the proud but gives grace to the humble. We go on and read verse 7. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou will revive me. Thou will stretch forth thy hand against the wrath of my enemies, and thy right hand will save me. Just an encouragement that God will stoop down to the lowest to bring forth life and salvation.
3: And you know, Shelley, so many times we expect that everything will work out this side of heaven just the way we think, good and prosperous and healthy and happy and whole. But really, if we look at Jesus's life, it looked like he lost when he went to the cross. But really, that was the greatest victory for God that this earth has ever seen. Because you and I, as Jews, know that he's the Messiah because his resurrection, his resurrected life lives within us. So although God is high and lofty and holy, He bows himself down to meet us in every situation and every circumstance of our life. Who would have believed that he knows every hair on our head? He sees all things. He knows all things. He hears all things. And he cares more about your life than you would ever imagine. We'll only know when we see him on the other side of heaven in eternity how much he really cared and how many things he met us in that we might not even have been aware of.
2: Amen, amen. So even looking at verse 7, we see other scriptures that really uh, go alongside of this verse. For example, Junie, in Psalm 119, verse 93, the word says, I will never forget thy precepts, for by them you have revived me. Again, we're going back to the word, The word, the living word and the written word is the source of life for all of us. And we always need to be revived. And then, of course, everybody is familiar with Psalm 23, verse 4. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. That's all we need to know, no matter what the circumstances are, that God is with us. And his word is he will never leave us. Or forsake us.
3: And if we feel like we've lost, if we feel like we need revival, if we've just cried out and nothing nothing seems to work, I encourage you for the first verses of Psalm one thirty-eight that you would choose to give thanks with all your heart in every situation, that you would sing praises to the Lord before the fallen gods, and that you would bow down before his holy temple. Lord,
2: Lord, Lord, amen. In Psalm 119, verse 50, Junie, we read these words so similar to what we were just read in verse 7 in Psalm 138. This is the comfort in my affliction that thy word has revived me. Do we value the word that we could see the word as a source of life? Oh, bless the Lord. I hope this is coming through to all of you.
3: And. Isn't it encouraging, Shelley, to know that the Lord will accomplish whatever concerns us because his loving kindness is everlasting. Do not forsake the works of thy hands. And it's so important that we remember that, isn't it, Shelley? It is.
2: That's verse 8. And we need to uh, just point out a couple of things here, Junie. In the New American Standard, as we read, it says, The Lord will accomplish what concerns me. But listen to these translations from the New International. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. In the King James, it says, the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. And now we can look at Psalm 57, verse 2, which goes so well along with this. I will cry to God most high, to God who accomplishes all things for me, or in other words, who fulfills his purpose. And then, Junie, of course, the well-known verse in Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. He who began a good work in you will perfect it or complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. Junie, this is why Psalm 138 is called the Psalm of Praise and Thanksgiving. We are such a privileged people because we are his workmanship. We are God's creation, and he's going to see this work Until it's completed, and then we shall see him and be just like him. What the best is yet to come.
3: And I think we all need to remember that we need to give him our all in all. Yes, Lord. We need to release all things into his hands from our own life, to our families, to the things that we would treasure, to the things, even our our work for his hands, even the labors. Uh, for the ministry, all things committed unto him. And I think that's why Paul said with such um, uh, such a conviction within his own heart that he was persuaded that God was able to keep that which he had committed yes, unto him against that day. For surely a day will come when we will see the answer to every word that's written in the Word of God, and we will see the Word Himself in all of His glory. We will see the Lord. We will see Him as He is. And what's wonderful, what's unimaginable in our life today, that is that when we see Him, we will be as He is.
2: You know, we just hope that through the course of this week... You would just decide, once and for all, to put aside all the stuff, all the interfering things, the issues, the matters, the the situation that you're faced with, and focus in on the Word of God. And if you feel that you are in need of, of a revival, turn to the Word of God. It will bring life. It's the written Word, which is life. And it's Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the Word made flesh. Praise His holy name. This being Friday, as is our custom, we'd like to identify ourselves with with our Jewish kinsmen. And if you know these words in Hebrew, please recite them along with us. The Shema. The Shema.
3: Shema Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad.
2: Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is is one. Father, we pray for our Jewish kinsmen that they will say blessed is he who comes in the name of the lord which will welcome the return of the lord we pray for the church lord that the church would be word oriented they shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god and be a living demonstration of your word we pray this in jesus holy name amen
1: thank you for joining us this evening